miserable little bag of puke. Nag, 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 nag. But unlike some people, I have a heart, goddammit. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. Let me clear my throat! On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Hey everybody, how's it going? It is April 13th, 2022. Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast, or soon-to-be favorite podcast. I am your host, the lovable, huggable, kissable Joey Valentine, here to take you on another journey of random thoughts that I have had throughout the week, or at least the last couple of days anyway. Just got done watching the absolute best Dallas Stars game against the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning, a 1-0 Goose egg for the Dallas Stars. Wedgwood getting the shutout. I know I'm not a sports show, but I got to give some props. If you don't like hockey, then you just suck. But there's always time for redemption. You can always find your way back into loving hockey, can't you? Yes, you can. So let me start right off with my fat guy rant moment thing. Segway, whatever you want to call it. Section. Uh, (laughs) I'm such a professional talking about fat guy stuff here. I went to the store last night. I may or may not have mentioned once or twice on this show that I want to lose weight. Not a fat guy. I'm just not a thin guy. I am, you know, uh, I'm actually quite in shape. I am very, very fit. I just got a gut thing going on, you know, the dad bod and it's, it's because of ice cream. But I'm at the store. You may or may not remember, but in a previous show, I did a whole rant about servings and calories. You see, these motherfuckers that sell us our food, they like to trick us by putting certain amounts of calories as what you're eating could consist of, but they break it into servings. So, like, if you've got ice cream and you look at it and it says 400 calories, like you got a pint of ice cream, right? Okay, now, in my world, a pint of ice cream is a one-person, one-serving fucking dish, period. Okay, I'm not sharing it. with. If I wanted to share my ice cream with you, I'd just buy you your own ice cream. So you look at the pint, and it says 400. And then when you look really close, it says 2.5 servings which amounts to 1,000 calories for the entire pint. So it's bullshit, it's misleading, and I fucking hate it. And I fell for it for a long time, you know, thinking like, all right, man, like like I said, I've said this before, a Snickers bar, it says two servings, okay? I don't want to meet the psychopath in this world who thinks they can eat half a Snickers bar and tuck the other half away for a later date. That just doesn't happen. You know what happens when you open a candy bar and eat half when you plan to eat the other half later? Later is about 30 fucking seconds. And then you eat the other half. It just sits in your pocket and it calls you. Have you ever opened something and you go, oh man, and then like you eat half of it and you put it back in the fridge or you set it on the counter and you cover it back up? I've made this mistake many a times with pie. You eat half of it You put the pie back in the fridge, you sit back down in front of your television, and your brain is just going, pie, 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 pie. And you just fucking slink your fat 
ass back into the kitchen. And what do you do? You eat that pie. Of course you're going to eat that pie. If there was a second pie, you'd finish it off too. Because why the fuck not? You've come this far. You pie-eating fatso. Yeah, um... I found an ice cream at the grocery store last night. 400 calories. And that's the big uh, slogan that's actually on the pint. It says, only 400 calories for the entire pint. And I was like, fucking kick ass. But of course, as I've said before, there has to be drawbacks, right? So I'm thinking it's not going to be any good. No, it was. It was actually pretty decent. I mean, you could taste that it wasn't as sweet as normal ice cream was. It wasn't as creme as ice cream normally is but it was still delicious it had little bits of pretzel and chocolate in it and it was good so i'm i'm happy about that but what am i going to do you know like i'm i'm trying to keep myself to 1800 calories a day and what am i going to do i'm going to break that down into uh four and a half fucking pints of ice cream i don't think so not going to happen i have to cut ice cream out completely i have to get up and fucking move my fat ass i'm trying anyway so it's Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week. How you guys feeling? Work's going nice and smooth for me with tax season being over. I'm very excited about that. Days are nice and relaxed now. Don't have to hear as much bullshit because people are big procrastinators. I'm spending a lot of my time just watching TV and playing my Xbox. I keep having this fantasy. Let me tell you about my fantasy. No, I'm just kidding. It's not like a sexual fantasy, but like I play a lot of Grand Theft Auto and a lot of Red Dead Redemption. For those of you unfamiliar with those games, well, no, actually, if you're unfamiliar with those games, then you wouldn't even be able to listen to a podcast because you're living in the 18th century. Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto, they're third-person uh, player games where you can roam freely. They're called Sandbox. You can walk around, you can interact with people, or you can do missions and whatnot. But the cool fucking thing about these two games, both made by Rockstar, is that you have the option to, when you interact with pedestrians, and they put a lot of work into these pedestrians, okay? There's just as many people in these games as there would be in the real world. All these voice actors, and they, I can't imagine the amount of time they must have taken to make these, but it's incredible. But you have the option, when you're just walking around, to to interact with these people and you have a, a positive option and you have a negative option response and people will say things to you. Sometimes they're nice. Sometimes they're not. But when you in the game, both red dead and grand theft auto, when you have a high amount of respect, people will compliment you. And I love giving them the negative response. Cause it goes like something like this. You, you're walking down the street and you pass it in a guy and he goes, Oh man, nice tats. You hit the negative response button, you go, get out of my fucking face. <laughs> okay, that alone is funny, right? And then in Red Dead Redemption, which is set in the cowboy era of the Wild West, you know, people get real fucking rowdy with you. And that shit is so funny. Uh, because they're always like these fucking slack-jawed yokels, you know? They'll be like, shut up! Hey! God damn it! So you'll be on your horse and you pass a guy on his horse, you know, on the dirt road or whatever, and he'll like tip his hat, you know, and he says, howdy, <laughs> you just hit the negative response and it's always random, but you know, say something like, you sure are ugly. <laughs> and, and they always respond so fucking funny, you know, they're like, oh, well, 
I don't have to be talked to like that. And they pull their gun out and it always ends up with them getting shot. But my point of all this is that, could you imagine a consequence free world where you could do that? You could say anything to anyone. I mean, we live in one now, but not necessarily without consequences. Because I mean, if I just pop off to any stranger in the grocery store, well, I'm either going to get a good talking to, or I'm going to get my ass whooped. But it would be so cool. You know, you're, you're just strolling down the Coke aisle. Man looks at you and he's like, howdy. You go, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Dude, oh my God, with the dogs. My neighbor has this dog. It's like, I don't even know what breed it is. It looks like a Labrador that was injected with steroids and he's the size of a pony, and he's fucking stupid, and he stands, and he just stares at the ground, and he barks at it. Doesn't have to be any kind of movement or anything. He just barks at the fucking ground, and he does it nonstop. Makes me crazy. And I love my neighbor. She's such a sweetheart, so I don't want to be a dick about it. Then It's just a stupid dog, so whatever. But it drives me nuts, you know? Could you imagine if I was to do that? See, dogs do it all fucking night. Where I live, like, it's mandatory you own, like, six dogs. And once one of them gets going, they all get going. But but it's like nobody hears it. I don't know if they tune it out or they wear earplugs when they sleep. But no one seems to, to hear this insane amount of dog yapping. That's going on. And you can tell there's all different sizes. You got the woo, woo, and then you got the yip, yip, all mixed together. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is coming from down the fucking street. And this is right outside your window and you don't care? Well, if I was to get, like, walk outside of my house right now, stand in the middle of the street and go, hey, 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 for like hours on end, just in the middle of the street. Would anyone even notice? I don't think they would. Or they'd be like, well, there's that fucking weirdo that drives the scooter standing out in the middle of the goddamn street just hollering. Should we call the cops, Harold? No, just, just going back to bed. You don't look like he's hurting nobody. Get to be like a, a normal thing. Be like, oh, shoot, here comes that boy that barks in the middle of the night. I got to head back inside. They're at work talking to their fellow employees. Let me tell you something. I got this crazy son of a bitch lives on my street. Grown ass man. Comes out in his drawers. Stands in the middle of the street. And barks at the moon. He just says hey. Hey. All fucking night long. At first I thought you know. Maybe I should get him some help. But now I just kind of. I don't know. Kind of peaceful. Puts me to sleep. Gets the dogs to shut up too. The damnedest thing. <laughs> what are you talking about, Joe? I don't know. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I was talking about Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, being able to pop off to people. You know, like, imagine just for funsies, okay? Because you could do it in a video game, but you would never do it in real life. You're, you're, you meet a stranger, and, you know, like, you're going through the, the cashier's line. And the, the, the nice, sweet girl, the, the high school girl, you know, beep, beep. She's, how are you today? You go, stick it up your ass, bitch. <laughs> what would her response be? 
probably like, oh my god, that would be so horrible. If it was like a high school girl, she'd be traumatized. You know, I thought by talking about that, I'd have somewhere to go with that, but I don't. You know, uh, here's another thing. Okay, and on my my list of random thoughts throughout the day. Remember when your parents used to spell everything out? Or maybe your parents didn't, but mine, well, my father didn't, but my mother, she never swore, okay? She never swore. She'd say uh, ASS or witch or God bless. You know, she'd, get, she'd stub her toe and she'd go, God bless it. Never heard that woman swear until, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago. But I always loved that. Or B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> she got so good. Like, you know, it was never like, you didn't have to think about it. It was just like, well, this woman wants to be a B-I-T-C-H. Like, that became its own word, you know, in my household. She can just kiss my A-S-S. Like, what's the fucking point of spelling it out? Like, I know what you're spelling. I know what the word sounds like. What if that would be okay? Would that make things okay? Could we... Could we spell things out on television, you know, like on primetime? Instead of censoring, instead of just avoiding words, we spell them out. It'd be hilarious. You know, got like cop shows. Be like, all right, we know you're in there. We're going to need you to get the F-U-C-K out right now. Don't move. I'll put a bullet in your A-S-S. You son of a B-I-T-C-H. What if I spelled like that to my boss? I mean... Technically, I'm not swearing, right? What if I went into my boss's office and I was like, you know what? You're a real A-S-S-H-O-L-E. And you can go to H-E double hockey sticks for all I care. Then he like writes me up before the board. Uh, Mr. Palatine, we understand that you called your boss an asshole. Is that correct? Like, no, I certainly did not. I did not call him an asshole. I said he was an A-S-S-H-O-L-E. That is clearly seven different words <laughs> that I used. I never said he was an asshole. You told him he could go to hell. I did not. I did not. Stupid. It's like, what are you, what are you spelling for, Mom? Like, even when I was in, like, my 20s, okay, my mom would still, you know... You know, she'd, I know she'd want to say it. I'd be like, oh, what happened, mom? You know, she'd have some, like, I don't know, argument with God knows who. My mother loves to fucking argue with strangers. You know, it's just like, it's so embarrassing. And she's not like a, she's not a confrontational person at all. But she'll always, like, talk to strangers. And then if she disagrees with them, you know, it, it starts, shit starts to get loud. We're walking away. And I'm like, what is, what is that all about? She's like, Oh, well, that lady just decided she wanted to be a witch. <laughs> like, okay. My mother probably still would do this to this day, but I don't go anywhere with her anymore because I don't have to. But my whole life, my mother would tell strangers my business, like in line at the grocery store or the bank or the doctor's office. You know, someone would just make the mistake of saying one word to her. You know, like, hi, how are you today? And she'd go, oh, I'm, uh, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, my son Joseph here, however, has got terrible hemorrhoids, but 
I guess that's what happens when you dye your hair black and you wear it as a mohawk. And I'm just like, what What the fuck, Mom? Like, why, why would you tell them that? She did used to introduce me like that. I dyed my hair black, like, once. And every time she saw me, she'd go, oh, hey, this is my son and his black hair. <laughs> and, and admittedly, throughout my life, I have pushed the limits of what any parent should have to deal with when it comes to the various costumes I have worn and the outrageous behavior that I'm well known for. But she loved it. I think she just had to pretend like she didn't. I mean, she was never shocked by anything I did. There was never any, like, point in my life where my mom was like, I can't believe you do these things. No, it was more just like a frowny face and an acceptance of this is the way things are going to be. This is the way I've been genetically wired. <laughs> was she like, when I first moved back to Houston, after my divorce, we'd go anywhere. And I didn't, I didn't have any friends, per se, that I immediately wanted to hang out with. Because after I went to Dallas after high school, everybody had gone their separate ways all over the world. And it was time for me to make new friends back in my old hometown stomping grounds. And so for a couple of weeks, I kicked it with my mom. You know, I was 24, 25 years old. Never been to the bar with my mom before, so it was a new experience having a beer with mom, you know, and then we'd be sitting there at the bar, and again, with the business, telling people, oh, what's your name? Oh, this is Joseph. Yeah, his wife left him, and uh, she's was cheating on him a lot, and I'm like, he didn't fucking ask. I'm like, could you at least give him an opportunity to ask for you to give him my life story? So embarrassing. This is the worst one of all that I can think of, okay? It's New Year's Eve. This was like, I don't know, eight years ago. And my mom comes to town, and there's this karaoke bar that I used to go to all the time. I love to sing. As you all know, I love being the center of attention. And we went to this karaoke bar, and... Prior to going, I got stoned. I got high on marijuana for like the first time in forever. And of course, it made me super paranoid. And I was already pretty drunk when I smoked, but I, I got into the bar and I was just like, I was just real panicky for some reason. And my mom came in there and I was like, she's going to embarrass me. I know it. So I signed up to sing and... I said, uh, you know, and then after a few minutes, I said, you know what? I said, I just want to go. I don't want to sing. I don't want to get up on stage in front of anybody, so let's just leave. And my mom says, well, don't you think you want to tell the girl that you're not going to sing? I said, it's fine, okay? She'll, she'll call my name. I won't come up on stage, and she'll move on to the next person. That's what they do. And, you know, we're standing outside of the bar, like right in the front door, and she says, well, I should go back in there and tell her. And I, I said, okay, okay, okay. I'll go fucking tell her, all right? And so I go back inside, and I, I I don't see the girl, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I tell somebody else, I say, hey, just tell her I'm not gonna I'm not gonna perform tonight. I go back outside with my mom, we're walking through the parking lot. Well, there's the girl that runs the karaoke, standing in the parking lot with a bunch of her friends, all having a cigarette because you can't smoke inside. And so my mom veers off. 
goes right up to the girl in front of this huge crowd of people. And she goes, um, my son, Joseph, is supposed to sing, and he's not going to. So uh, when you go back in, you need to take him off of the list. Okay, it's Joseph. Okay? And I'm like, oh, my God. And I don't embarrass easy. If anything, I'm doing the embarrassing most of the time. But that <laughs> fucking ruined me. I was I could feel the redness in my face like burning against my skin, like my skull was gonna pop out of it. But no, I survived. I did survive. I love my mother. Make no mistake. I can tell funny stories about her, and she can be a real pain in the ass, but I love her very, very much. She <laughs> she makes me laugh a lot. I told her I got in so much trouble. The other week, she said something, and I jokingly told her to kiss my black ass, and she, like, grounded me. I mean, she didn't, but she, like, she fucking scolded me. Like, that is no way to talk to your mother. And I said, Mom, I said, first of all, I've never told you to kiss my ass in my life. I said, second of all, I'm not black. I was like, don't you see the humor in that? And she's like, that is just... I can't believe you would talk to your mother like that. I'm like, okay. And, and instead of like trying to explain the comedic value of me adding the black to my ass, even though the ass is not black, I still ended up like doing major apologizing for this instance. You're right, mom. I don't, I'm a terrible son. Why, why would I ever let something like that escape my lips? Telling my mother to kiss my black ass. What was I thinking? I was raised better than that. Now let me give you, let me, let me change direction a little bit. Let's blow the wind the other way. And let me tell you another thought that rang through my brain earlier. Women always keep money in their bra. I mean, I don't know if they still do, but in my experience, like when I was in my 20s and I was living in Dallas, women always kept their money in their bra. Like in the summertime, especially. Well, probably almost, but it's always fucking hot in Texas. But you know, a woman's got shorts, no pockets, a t-shirt, or a tank top, and they got their money in their bra. And all around Dallas, I remember seeing signs on the convenience stores and the gas stations that says, will not accept wet money, or will not accept money from your bra. Like, literally, that's what the sign said. Uh, I... Uh, I actually had a friend, a girl friend, who kept everything in her bra out in Dallas. I'm talking keys, phone, cigarettes, lighter, wallet, a compact. And you couldn't even tell. Like You didn't know if she had any of this stuff in her bra. Like, I could have asked her for a first aid kit, and it probably would have been in there. This girl had, like, Swiss Army tits. Could you imagine a grown-ass man, not even a dirty one, let's say a, a well-dressed, grown man, walks into 7-Eleven and pulls out a wad of money from underneath his sack? <laughs> or you're on a date and the check comes? Oh, here, let me get that, you say, as you reach for the check with one hand and unzip your fly with the other. Start pulling on a long line of handkerchiefs through your fly like some sort of magic porno clown. And at the end is a completely soaked Benjamin. You think the waiter's going to take that? 
Oh, I managed to work clowns into a show again. Fucking clowns. I have never stored anything in my drawers. Unless I was trying to conceal something. I wouldn't even carry my gun in my waistband because I don't want it to smell like butt. I feel like I feel like if you carried your gun around in your ass for a long time, it would seriously lower the resale value. You know, like, well, that's a good looking gun you got there. How much you asking for? Hey, wait a minute. This gun smells like butt. <laughs> there has to be serious side effects to waistband carry. All that steel against your skin. You think you would get like butt rust or something? Is that a thing? I have a mild allergy to metal, so like I can't even wear rings, okay? Or my fingers get all fucking red and swollen and scabbed up. But have you ever noticed, and I promise you, you will from this day on, but have you ever noticed that on TV, when a guy is about to rob a fucking store, doesn't he always pull the revolver from out of his ass crack? Right? Like, you know, he looks left, he looks right, and then he reaches behind, and he pulls the revolver from his hairy, sweaty, man crack, <laughs> sticks it in the shopkeeper's face, and he's like, Jesus! <laughs> that gun smells like poop! <laughs> <laughs> like my bad it's a it's been a real humid day and i had to walk up here just give me the fucking money all right and on gun butt i leave you <laughs> my loyal listeners thank you for tuning in to fat guy loves cake with me joey valentine as you know or don't know shows are monday wednesday friday every day i put them in way ahead of time so you can wake up crank them up if you would like to contact me for any reason whatsoever. Like I always say, if you want to tell me to fuck off, if you want to tell me to fuck myself, if you want to tell you to fuck myself, if you want any variation of fucking and self or whatever, shut up and end the show. FatGuyLovesCake at Yahoo.com. All right, that's F-A-T-G-U-Y-L-O-V-E-S-C-A-K-E at yahoo.com fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com send me a message you son of a b-i-t-c-h or otherwise you can kiss my black a-s-s and uh yeah everybody have a good rest of your week and i'll see you on friday morning for the next show i'm gonna play you out with a little uh song that the band muse wrote about Aaron's mom. It's called Supermassive Black Hole. Everybody be nice. I'll see you soon. <laughs>